So today we're going to conclude Perik Vav, and the altar, as he always does at the end of the Perik, wraps up the lesson from the main point of his uh, discussion throughout the entire Perik. So here he's going to do the same thing, and he's going to speak about Shemitah, and then how it relates in general to all of our spiritual obligations. From this we see that the main point of the mitzvah of Shemitah is that a person should eat his bread and be satiated. He should never worry for tomorrow, never skimp, set aside for the future, anything at all. And in truth, it really makes no difference uh, what form his skimping and saving takes on. Whether his skimping is on his basic needs or if his skimping is in his sense of relaxation or any other type of skimping. Meaning skimping on his ability to feel that he's fully in Hashem's hands. That he also should avoid doing. Because sometimes a person will skimp from fulfilling the obligations that he has in Taira because he's worried about the future. Sometimes it'll be about flattery where he'll allow someone, he'll, he'll flatter someone because he thinks he's going to get something and that's clearly against the Torah. There's a, prohib- a prohibition of chanifa, of flattering someone. And sometimes it's about humbling himself where he's going to humble himself to someone that really uh, he thinks has the power to actually help him when he really doesn't have the power to help him because Hashem is the only one who can help him. But he views this as someone that he's going that has the power, so he's going to overly humble himself in front of that person. Sometimes it's about betochon, and he's going to he's going to compromise on his betochon. Or any other part of the Torah. For instance, maybe he'll skimp on his Torah learning because he's going to be worried that he's not going to be able to have enough food on the table or he's going to be, I have to do this for my business. Obviously, working out the details within that of when is it that I'm supposed to work? How much am I supposed to work? When should I be in base medrash? When should I be doing mitzvahs and, and, and doing chesed and other things? Each of these things, it's quite, it's quite a difficult balance that we all must face. And to do this properly... One really needs a Rebbe in order to be able to determine when am I working too much or when am I not working enough? When am I spending enough time in the base measures to amount that I should be spending? And when am I spending uh, enough time uh, at work? Sometimes it could be that you're spending too much time, perhaps based on your level of patachon theoretically uh, at in the base medrash, or maybe it's perhaps at different times it's you're spending too much time at work and not enough time when you could be learning more. Each person has to figure that out, but that the, the point that the author is making is they're skimping and saving there too. Maybe I'm going to take too much time from my base medrash time and say, no, I can't go to morning seder because I, I just I have to work. And other people, they have to really work in the morning. They're not able to make that adjustment to their time. It really depends on what they do. And whenever he thinks of that by skimping in this way, he'll be able to resolve the challenges of tomorrow's needs. That's really a very big danger that the altar is pointing out. That in his pursuit of, of Parnassah, he's going to be doing too much skimping. He's going to cut corners and bend rules.
He's going to, you know, look at the, the, the gray areas of Tehraseinu HaKadoshah in, in regards to Halacha, and he's going to try to push the limit or even Chalil V'chas violate certain Halachas in order, because he thinks he needs to do it in order to make Parnasu Uve'emes. That the truth is, he will then err and think afterwards that his efforts were indeed successful. So he sees, if I wouldn't have ripped this guy off, I wouldn't have ever made the money. If I wouldn't have worked 50 hours, 60 hours, 70 hours a week, I never would have made the money. He's going to continue to make the, that mistake just like the person by Shemitah. But that's not true. For if only he would follow the Torah's directive and be satisfied with what he has in all the areas that he has, in every different intricate aspect of Torah and every intricate mitzvah that he needs to fill and every every davening he needs to make and each and ever, every part of his proper service of the Rabbinah Shalom, kiyaz haisa mitzah then the, the Ebershtu will give him the exact bracha that will be decreed for him to have the hatzlacha that he's required to have. V'haisa loyaz acheres. And you know what? He'll come to a different conclusion. He'll come to the proper conclusion that the Torah is observing the Torah, gives him whatever he needs, and takes nothing from him. And therefore, every person can dedicate himself completely to Torah and mitzvahs. To all the aspects of spiritual perfection, both in general and even in the individual situations of spiritual perfection. He will do it without any uneasiness or any worries about life's challenges. And the Torah will send him the bracha to address all of the questions and all the challenges that he has directly related and in response to his betachem. If we're honest with ourselves, we wonder how many times have we actually been guilty of this, where we made exceptions, even if not, you know, of course, not, not anyone that would be listening to the shir, Khalil Vachas, would do anything connected to Hussainu Kadosh directly. But how many times did we spend time maybe uh, doing more work than we needed to and spending more time in the office than we had to when really we could have uh, not missed that Seder? Or maybe we did a little bit uh, too much Hanifa, maybe you know, in order to really follow the the Torah's directive on Hanifa, or any other different types of uh, compromises that we've made, uh, whether it's in halacha or whether it's in hashkafa, what we felt that we needed to do in order to make a parnasa. I don't think there's anyone in business that hasn't had such challenges in their life, and sometimes they pass those challenges, and sometimes they fail in those challenges, and and that's normal. 
and uh, it really that this is this is where a Rebbe becomes invaluable, where someone has to have a Rebbe that someone that one can speak to, a, a wise Rebbe that's able to give you the directive of where you're taking it too far and how much you're staying on track, making sure that you are continuing the way that Tereseno Kadesha wants us, that the Abishta doesn't want us to veer off our path. Uh, the, always with all these things, the, the difference, the even very minor differences can have major outcomes in their difference and getting it right is necessary. So this is something that we all have the opportunity to work on this is something that we all have the opportunity to grow from. And the Meretz Hashem, the Rabbi Hashem, will allow us to see the lessons of Shemitah here and be able to really be makabal this lesson of the altar that if you follow his ways of the Torah and you follow the, the mitzvahs and, the, and all the digdukim that the Kaddish Baruch Hu has given us and the limited Torah that the Kaddish Baruch Hu expects from us, then you will have the bracha, Meretz Hashem, we should have a bracha, Ad Belidai, that our Betochem should give us everything that we need and more, and we will see only wonderful, wonderful happiness because we will have no more worry about tomorrow, no more dogas machar, our anxiety will be lifted, and Hashem will show us His beautiful radiance and His beautiful yad that we will see, the yad of Hashem, each and every day.